I feel like I'm a bit in like a hip hop mode because you started saying, hey, this episode, we're going to talk about choosing yourself, choose yourself. And then I just started thinking of lose yourself and Eminem and then the hood was up and now I'm like bopping around. I'm going to I'm going to save everyone by not rapping into the microphone. You're the rapper of the group. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred. Look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Traff, and I got my hood up. It's a hood up kind of day. Um, Jason, we're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. All about the travel, the freedom, the lifestyle. And we are both wearing gray hoodies and we both have our hoods up. If you can see us on Skype, we look like we're uh, probably going out for a training scene in Rocky One. We're going we're gonna to just run out the door and uh, run through South Philly probably. And like by the end of the run, you're going to see all the sweat on us because we're wearing gray sweatshirts so that's what happens you just see right. all the sweat yep and uh that's why i don't wear gray to the gym because i learned my lesson the hard way with that wearing gray shorts not always you pretty. looked over and you're just like hey those guys put in some work and they wore gray to show it anyway <laughs> welcome to the show So i kind of feel i feel like i'm a bit in like a hip-hop mode because you started saying hey this episode, we're going to talk about choosing yourself, choose yourself. And then I just started thinking of lose yourself and Eminem. And then the hood was up and now I'm like bopping around. I'm going to, I'm going to save everyone by not rapping into the microphone. You're the rapper mm-hmm. of the group. And you're the only one who's been in a rap group. Well, before, I have been known so. to turn it out during karaoke with getting jiggy with it. I, I did once do karaoke mm-hmm. in Portland and, and had uh, the entire place go from sitting down to standing up and doing 90s style like what would you call that kind yeah, of can that be considered roger ra- rabbit type rap. thing where you're, you're okay. the running man is what i'm looking for anyway this is neither here nor there how is how is the story helping your travel lifestyle your business lifestyle i don't know we're going to get into how choosing yourself can though we're actually calling this holding your own rally trap because i've been thinking about this recently and I know you've talked to a lot of great people on your podcast, Extra Pack of Peanuts, my podcast, Zero to Travel. I've been interviewing, I mean, for years, we've been interviewing all these amazing people. And uh, I was thinking about this yesterday because I just got to sit down in person uh, with a gentleman who was the first person ever to walk to the South Pole without assistance, first person ever to walk to the North Pole. He did that with another guy. The South Pole one was solo. Um, and the first person ever to complete the three poles challenge on foot, which is like North Pole, South Pole, and Everest walking. So it's just like, okay, wow, he's a yeah. Norwegian guy. Yeah. So, and he owns a publishing company, and we just got to hang out and like in this room with all these books around us. I was like, did I die and go to heaven here? And I'm just like rapping with this guy, speaking of rapping, um, just about travel and life and silence. He wants to spend 50 days in silence, you know, when on the South Pole walk. So I'm like, uh, wow, this is, I mean, like when, on what universe would I get to talk to somebody like this? Me, you know, just uh, Joe Schmo over here, Jason Schmo over here. Um, Jason Schmower. or otherwise known as Jason Waters. Yeah, 
<laughs> you have to listen to another uh, episode to get that reference. Jason Waterfalls. Jason Waterfalls, Jason Waterfalls. that's right. Um, but yeah, man, I was just like, had so much gratitude and also just thought about, wow, I just gotten to talk to so many cool people through the podcast and, you know, you and I getting to partner up and do the things that we do um, just from kind of starting something and trying to hold your own rally, we're calling it, like trying to start something that can maybe bring some people together in some way. So I had that same feeling two weeks ago. So I did like a little podcast recording binge. It was the first time I had done this in a long time. And I, we, I did five interviews in one day and going into it, I thought, oh man, you know, that's a lot of interviews. Like when the interviews go an hour, hour and a half, like that's, that's a full on day. And I know that I'm an extrovert and I get my energy from, from other people and, and being around other people, but I am still quite worried. I think five is the most I've ever done in a day. It's usually like three or four. But the people I interviewed were just so incredible that I was, yeah, I didn't feel like a dip in energy at all. Like I was buzzing at, you know, at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m., whenever it was I finished up because I, and I sat back, same feeling of gratitude that you had and thought, when else would I get to talk to a guy who is Austrian and started a co-working space in Bulgaria and is like doing self-drive safaris and, you know, sailing trips around Greece. And then another guy who started the global scavenger hunt and gets to crown the world's greatest traveler. And another guy who was biking from Alaska down to Antarctica and had almost made it, right? And this other couple who was on what they called the world's uh, most disastrous honeymoon or went on the world's most disastrous honeymoon. So I'm just like going through and I'm thinking... This is crazy. Like all these people are doing things that regular people wouldn't do. You know, in their group of friends and family, they're the oddball of, oh, you know, when someone's talking about like, what do you do for work? And they're sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, my brother-in-law, he, he like runs the world global scavenger hunt. You know, like they're the goofy one in the group. And I get to talk to them. And it's absolutely incredible. And so like you... You know, one the, the main reason, honestly, I started the podcast way back in 2013, and I know you started yours in 2013 as well, was because two reasons. One, I couldn't find any good travel podcasts that were telling people stories. It was all destination based, which was fine for for destinations, but I wanted to hear the stories behind all these people that I knew were out there, even if I didn't know who they were that were doing cool stuff. And then secondly, I wanted to be able to talk to those people. Right. Like I knew there were awesome people doing awesome things and I wanted to be able to talk to them. And how does that happen in real life? Right. Like how does that how can you make it happen unless you are the one who decides to start something, which in our case, it was the podcast. And I thought, cool. Well, you know, if I can ask someone, hey, do you want to come on and talk about yourself for an hour? I mean, how many people will say no to that, especially when podcasts were just starting out? So yeah, we created it so that we selfishly could have these opportunities to meet amazing people. And Jay, the things that have come out with that, uh, come out from that over the last seven years is incredible. I mean, it's one of the reasons we're able to hold Camp Indy, right? Like all the speakers that are coming to Camp Indy are people that we have a connection with and know. And most of that, or maybe all of them, if I'm looking at it, have come through some you know, some combination of the podcast or a podcast guest recommending this person. 
Yeah, I mean, I even got to have Travis Sherry on my fifth episode. So, I mean, if that tells you anything, no. <laughs> I, it, it, You're a lucky yeah, man. Well, you just wanted to talk to amazing people and Travis Yeah, I mean, Sherry. it's one of those things where you get all sorts of benefits, right? We're just using the podcast as an example. This isn't uh, an episode about, hey, you should start your own podcast. We're going to give you a few more examples of holding your own rally and how that could benefit you. But um, in the podcast example, it's like, yeah, selfishly, we get to talk to all these amazing people, but we also get to share these stories and inspire other people and rally a community. And we need to be able to start some businesses around it, which I didn't really know was going to happen going into the podcast. I mean, I figured I would have some type of traditional travel blog type thing, but that's all I really knew. Didn't know we would have like a membership community and to hold this summer camp event and all this other stuff we ended up doing. Uh, but the point is there are a lot of different ways to hold a rally, bring people that uh, you want in your circle into your circle by creating the circle yourself, you know? And there's a lot of ways to do that. Not everybody uh, is going to start a podcast. So for example, if you're a freelancer and you want to get some more clients and you're in a particular industry, I and mean, we've seen people on Location Indie do this, you could start a, a Facebook group and keep it, um, you know, super active like Jeremy Enns has his podcasting Facebook group and he does podcast production or uh, Haley, one of our former members, she did uh, motion design. So she started a whole community for other motion designers. You know, um, you could even start groups on LinkedIn, for example, if you're more in like professional networks and you want to get connected with people or maybe bring clients into your fold where you're not having to go out and find all of them because you're saying, hey, I'm going to like create this group, create a lot of value and bring people together and then everybody's going to know who I am because I'm the one running this. And I know that can be scary, right? Like I'm sure you've had examples, Trav, where, I mean, I, it, it's not something that comes supernatural to everybody, I don't think, right? Like you, it's scary to take I, I don't the leadership. I think it comes supernatural to anyone no, I, almost. Like even me who likes being, in, and, and you who like being in front of people, who like kind of having a leadership role, who are extroverts, I, I, I don't still always like scary. it. I just force myself to do it you know i think you like it more than most people because you do it like well, all right do you get what i'm yeah, saying yeah i mean i think yes uh, i so my very first job coming out of college as a working as a tour manager in this event i had never managed anything that big in my life and that many people anywhere ever so i had to learn really quick what that meant and that meant having to learn to be a good leader uh so i was kind of thrown into the fire there and i think uh doing some of the jobs I did over the years touring taught me a lot about that. So, you know, when we met, I was already farther along in that journey. Um, so far down. Yeah. Your path. But I think, uh, you know, in the beginning it was certainly terrifying in many ways to kind of be the one that everybody's looking towards to make sure things are going the way they're supposed to be going. And it's one of those things where, I mean, if you're not comfortable with it in the beginning, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it because listen, as we know, where there's a lot of things that you're not going to be comfortable with that are worth doing, right? Like actually I would, you could yeah, argue that most of the things worth doing actually worth doing and putting your time into are things that you shouldn't be really comfortable with. Right. Right. And it doesn't have to be any set in stone type thing. So uh, let's use the example of someone who actually wants to do an in-person or is going to do an in-person meetup maybe because you mentioned some of these virtual options of Facebook groups and things like that. Let's say you want to do an in-person yeah. meetup in your town or city. You know, it doesn't ha and, and you don't drink or you don't go to bars a lot, like which might be a typical place to hold something like this. You don't have to have it at a bar, right? You could say, oh man, I usually do it at like, I love the library. 
Or I like this co-working space I go to. They have to, these sober or, dance parties now. You could host like a sober dance party or something crazy and off the wall that like, you're like, well, well I don't know. That's a crazy thing. Let's see who comes, you know? I mean, I'm not saying yeah. that is the thing, but. Well, ultimately the whole idea is what we're trying to get across is that if, if, a, if people that you want to surround yourself with or that you're interested in and doing something that either you want to do or are doing, but but maybe they're doing it at a higher level or maybe they're doing it at the same level as you. If you don't have naturally a lot of those people around in your life, which for us, Jay, I, you know, I could say even for us after having created this community and all, you know, in my quote unquote regular life, people I met pre Jason Moore, pre location indie, I don't have many entrepreneur friends. Now that has grown since we met, you know, even people in my like, right, quote unquote regular life, because I've, I've kind of sought it out a little bit, but you know, I didn't have a lot of people or anyone who was going to be location independent or really like super entrepreneurial or kind of doing their own thing. And if you're feeling that way, what we're saying is like, all right, then you should be the one to try to bring these people together. And as you mentioned, it can, it should be in a way that you feel comfortable and it doesn't have to be a big group. Again, like some people might think, oh, well, it only work if I have 50 people show up. It's like, no, if you have three show up, maybe that's even better for you because then you create a, a stronger, closer bond, right? So you want to do it how you feel comfortable. And the goal is just to to kind of allow yourself selfishly, you know, there is a selfish component to this. Selfishly, you want to be able to meet people that fit a need for you, right? Someone who either they become a client later or someone who becomes a mastermind or accountability partner or a friend. And so, you know, there might be times that you're going to have to put yourself out there and say, I'm going to, I'm going to hold my own rally. I'm going to create my own rally because nothing really exists in the way that I want it to. So I'm going to be the conduit to make this happen. Yeah. And I think it's okay if it doesn't work. Right. I mean, that's, uh, you might hold, try to hold a meetup and maybe you don't get a big turnout or maybe nobody turns out and then you try something new. And, you know, if you're listening to this and maybe you've done these things before, you're doing these things now kudos and you can take a step back and think uh maybe how you can make that one thing better or maybe you can start something new or put a new twist onto it or maybe there's uh something you put out there that's not attracting exactly the right people so maybe you want to i don't know make some tweaks and and see who it can attract i mean i've i've started and tried different things that ha have worked have not worked and that's okay it's didn't it's, you try to do a recording in Norway or something like you're going to do a live podcast. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. So, no one showed up. Yeah, no, people showed up. It wasn't as many as I hope. It was about 10 people showed up to watch, which was cool. Uh, but I thought, hey, maybe this is something we can do every month and we can kind of grow a community of travelers around it. But it's too, it was, it was not. It just didn't work well, the way you wanted it to. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was like partially my fault because the time commitment was a bit more than I could handle with two little ones at the time. And then like summer, everybody goes away and like just months kind of passed. And then it, it was just kind of hard to do. So, uh, but I'm still open to doing something like that again. And uh, that's another conversation. But yeah, I mean, you just, you can never know, right? But if you're able to find a way to be the one that's holding the rally, then everybody's going to know, or most people should know who you are. And that's never a bad thing, right? Because you just get more opportunities to make friends connect and all that good stuff. And it gets to be on your term. So I that remember too. listening to a podcast a long time ago 
uh, with a guy named Mr. Money Mustache, which some people may know. I mean, he's huge in the uh, in the fire, not like fire festival movement. <laughs> what is it? Financial independence, retire early F-I-R-E. movement, right? And he's huge in that movement. And he was talking about, you know, people always say to him, well, you know, my social life is going to be dead if I, you know, if I cut my budget so much because I spend a lot of money eating out and drinking and stuff like that with people because that's what we do. You know, what else is there to do? And he said, well, yeah, you're doing that because you're like other people are setting the agenda. If you want to do something that costs less money, then you set the agenda. Right. You say, hey, guys, we're going to do a potluck dinner at my house followed by a hike or, or a hike followed by a potluck dinner. Like there's a lot of and, and I you know, the organizer. silly. Yeah, it's, it's not even a silly example. It's just like a basic example. I remember thinking back to that saying, yeah, again, like when you want something a certain way, then if you're the one setting the agenda, like people are always looking for other people to start things, right? They're always looking for other people to make the decision. So if you're saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. It's potluck dinner and then we're going hiking. People instead want to go out to the bar and get drunk and you don't want to do that. That's fine. They can do that. And then your group could come and do the thing that you want to do. And maybe they'll even be happy with you for setting something up that's different because there's probably other people feeling right. that way of like, oh, yeah, but somebody's got to take to the, the lead. That's the, the thing. And right. it takes a little more right. work, a little more effort, and you got to put yourself out there a little more. And that's, I guess, the call to action here today. And the caveat, Trav, that I would add is, I love that example, by the way, to take control of the agenda and you know, host a potluck or whatever, like you be in charge of it. Um, the caveat I want to add is just that you should not expect to get something out of it, right? Not not go into it thinking, oh, I'm I have certain expectations. And um, if I don't get this, this, and this out of it, or if I don't connect with this many people or whatever, this isn't worth my time. Because I think you got to do it for the right reasons. You know, both of us can say, well, we started the podcast. We wanted to meet these interesting people. But there was also the other side that we wanted to share these stories with people because we knew it could provide value and help people out, right? I think people can sniff out inauthenticity pretty quickly. So if you're just wanting to get people together so you can, you know, sell them on your multi-level marketing scheme or whatever, it's not a good idea and it's not going to work. I think you have to get people together or hold the rally in a value-based kind of, you know, having the right intention. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's, It's hard to put words into a lot of the nuances around it, but I think you get the drift. Well, that's exactly why whenever I get those little flyers of like, Come have a free three-course meal at the Seven Stars Inn, which is like a great little restaurant. I mean, I've never actually gone to myself. You know, and it's like hosted by whatever, Walden Financial. And you're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to get a free meal. And they're going to sell me a timeshare? you're baiting me into, <laughs> right, into a timeshare or like, you know. And again, is there anything wrong with what they're doing? No. It, like, it's just not the way that I want to be presented with that information. For some people, that works. For others, like that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about building something so that th- the main value for you is the relationship you make with that other person or those five other people or 10 other people, or if it's bigger, that's fine. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, going into it, I, I want to say with the expectation of meeting some cool people that hopefully you have further relationships with, but not necessarily saying, well, I'm only going to do this only to get clients for my thing or whatever. Um, because yeah, that's, that's going to be a a tough call. You know, um, you should be doing it because you want to surround yourself with those type of people 
because either they motivate and inspire you or you want to be able to help them or you want them to be able to help you in some way, kind of like a symbiotic. Yeah, and if there are certain things you do want to get out of it, that's great. I mean, you can set up the framework and the rules. That's the other thing. I was just listening to this real estate podcast and they were talking about, the one guy was talking about what he does. Oh, at really? These, yeah, real estate meetups. And I, I guess one of the things that they do is they you know, they give a chance for people to stand up and say, all right, what, what do you have and what do you want? So it's like part of the format, right? So everybody can stand up and be like, all right, you know, here's what I have. Here's what I'm looking for. And it's like, all right, yep. everybody's just, it's just part of what it is. You know, so if somebody wants to right. stand up and say, hey, I'm looking for a, a partner to, you know, I'm looking for $500,000 in capital for this, you know, project or whatever. That's okay. You're allowed to share those things. It's not like skeevy. That's part of the, the format. Everybody knows what the format is. Everybody knows what the ground rules are. By the way, Chris just buzzed us out. Uh, so once again, big surprise, we're going over. So, um, you know, there's there's that side of it too. And I mean, I remember totally. when we were creating the location in the uh, community, and we were holed up in OC, New Jersey, and we're like, all right, well, let's, let's, all right, what's the community going to include? What are we going to do for these people? And we're like, all right, let's create the web page. And like, just writing down the copy for the web page was like, hey, like, we're goofy. So we're just going to be our goofy selves. We're going to make a goofy video because we're going to have fun making the video. And like, for people that think we're ridiculous and goofy and maybe. And don't like yeah, that. Yeah, that's fine sure. because we're just going to be ourselves. And we feel like if we're just true to kind of who we are and what we kind of uh, represent in terms of values and our shared values, like we're going to probably attract those people as well. So just some things to consider. And uh, I guess, Trav, you want to finish this up with a call to action here? Hold your own rally? Yeah, the call, what do you think? Yeah, the call to action, I think, to be make sure, so that's not overwhelming or scary to people is just to sit down and think, all right, who are people that I'd want to get around more. Like, what do these people look like? What type of people are they? What are the, you know, do they have a certain profession or a certain hobby, right? Because it's another one. You know, think of who you'd want to be around. And then, and then I would say either, either find something that exists because there is sometimes, I, I wanted to mention really quickly, you can piggyback on things that exist, sure. right? You, you might not have to be the one who's organizing it right off the bat. Maybe you start going, to certain meetups and then you know that meetup person's like oh i'd love to have another person to switch weeks with or whatever mm -hmm. right so you know it might not be that you have to be the one to start it but if something doesn't exist or doesn't exist the way that you like it and this can even just be with your friends i mean maybe it is three friends that you want to get together with more often and you sit down and you say guys every month on the you know third friday of every month we're going to have a group potluck or something you know whatever it is uh, I, I would just urge people to think about either virtually or in person how you can start to hold your own meetup, hold your own rally so that you can start being around people that you want to be around more often. Oh, yeah. And there you go. There you have it. Speaking of being around awesome people, you should come to Camp Andy, campindie.com, June 12th to the 14th, Kent, Connecticut, just a couple hours from New York City. Come hang out at summer camp with us, stay in rustic chic cabins, eat some delicious camp cuisine, meet some awesome people, and attend some workshops that can help you grow or start your location-independent lifestyle. It's going to be insane and incredible. So 
And and we're taking our own advice. Go like ahead. the reason we started Camp Indie J was yes. because of what we just talked about in this podcast. It was we know amazing people that we've gotten to talk to on this podcast. We have amazing people in our community that we hear from, that we get Instagram messages mm-hmm. from, that we get emails from. And we said it's time to bring these people together. Like we at just great want financial to do this risk to us. <laughs> at, at huge financial risk to us, we decided we were going to do this because it was years in the making and it's probably the thing that we are most excited about over the last couple months is just getting it up off the ground getting it going and having an amazing people come because we know the magic that can happen when you surround yourself with these people and so we decided to do it on a level bigger than we had ever done before so if you want to be a part of the first year there's nothing like the first year of events anytime i've gone to a first year of an event and gone back not to say it's worse afterwards but there's just something magical about going that first year when everyone is like new to it the magic hasn't happened yet you get there and you get to create some of the magic um yeah it's gonna be really really oh, special yeah. so campindy.com come hang out, out. The campfire with us trav i look forward to hanging out with you at the campfire too man it's been too long true a beer a s'mores nothing better sounds good see you there yeah bye you guys soon <laughs>